We have talked about in John, the Gospel of John, and we talked about the Word becoming flesh, the Word being Christ Jesus. We talked about the forerunner, Jesus' cousin, John. And we talked about how that dynamic was going on. And we talked about the ministry of John and how they wanted to probably look at him and see if he was the Messiah. And John says, no, I'm not the Messiah, you know. But then we come to this place now where we mentioned about when when John declares, there he is, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, that that proclamation had to get somebody's attention, had to get somebody's attention. We'll talk about that today. Verse 35 of John, Gospel of John, chapter 1. It says, The next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. He makes that declaration again. There's the Lamb of God, guys. And when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. What I love about this is that he made a declaration, There is Jesus. There is the Lamb of God. They followed John all the way into this point. I mean, they probably was loyal to him all the way through. John says these words, there he is, guys. It's not about me. It's about him. It was, see, it wasn't about John's ministry, you know? He had these disciples following him and saying, man, John's the man. John's the man. He says, there he is, guys, the Lamb of God. He pointed to them and they left. They wasn't loyal. And oh my goodness, they was not loyal to the man to a point of, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here with you. They were loyal to the truth. And they followed after the truth. Amen. Amen. That um, goes back to the, to verse six, where, where it says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man in verse seven, um, this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe all through him might believe. And at that point, when he said, behold, the lamb of God, and they left and followed Jesus, that part of the scripture for those two, for those two disciples at that time was fulfilled. Yeah. Cause he came so that all might believe. Yeah, yeah you know? Definitely. And so it goes to where Jesus turns because he sees them following him. And it's the most interesting response to mm. the people following him. He says, what do you want? It's interesting. What, what do you want? What do you want? Why are you, why are you following me? And I think that's a, that's a great question because right now you have people, there are people who say they're followers of Jesus Christ. What's your motive for following Jesus Christ? You know, at, at, at some point, Jesus said in, in other uh, books where he, he said that, you know, you follow me because I, I feed you, because I give you the, the food. So that, that's a valid question. What are you following me for? What are you seeking? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> what do you want? And the King James Version says, um, what seek you? What are we seeking for? 
You know, we say Jesus, Jesus wants to know, what do you want? You know, are you looking for religion? Are you looking to be a part of the choir? Are you looking to, to make your name great? Are you looking for how many likes, how many, uh, how much money you can make out of this deal? What are you seeking for? What do you want? Why are you following me? Do you want some of my fame? You know, you, because you, I'm, I, Jesus is the man. He, he is it. And if we, if I'm hanging with him, then I'm it, you know, wanting to be a part of an entourage. Mm-hmm. Right. And so why are we following Christ? We need to all ask that question. Why are we following him? As Jesus did to these, these disciples, they said to him, rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? That's kind of interesting too, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like you didn't respond to the question that he asked you. <laughs> it's like, I want to know why you're seeking him too. <laughs> but in, in some ways, I mean, we can turn and flip it any kind of way we want to. But I tend to think that these individuals were looking for Jesus because immediately they turned away from the one that they were following to follow Christ. So when you say, um, where are you staying? For me, I'm thinking intimacy intimacy. Why are you following me? For intimacy, for fellowship. Where are you staying? Where are you staying? And then Jesus responds with, come and see. Amen. Amen. Come and see. He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the 10th hour. So they stayed. They didn't, they didn't leave what, whatever Jesus stayed. I don't know whether it was in the desert, whether it was in an inn, but wherever he was, they stayed with him. And that's, that's interesting. So that lets you know that it doesn't matter where you stayed. We just wanted to be with you. We wanted to, you are the one John said is the lamb of God. We want intimacy. So if you're following after Christ, the answer should be, I want intimacy. I want intimacy with you, Lord. Where are you at? Where are you? Because I want to be where you are. Amen. He said to them, says, one of the two heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Andrew was following John looking for the Christ, the Messiah. And when mm-hmm. when John says, behold, the lamb, Andrew immediately believed this, this is the Christ. And he did not delay. He went and told his brother. So Drew, <laughs> Andrew was down with Jesus. He wanted intimacy with the Messiah. He is the one. I mean, man, John is tight. But when John says, this guy is the guy that we've been looking for. It's time for some intimacy. And so you, what's so beautiful about this story, and I think that sometimes we don't do this as believers, is the fact that we think that our brothers and sisters are going to isolate us or going to call us all kinds of names because I've experienced that in my own life, that if I talk about Jesus, but Andrew loved his brother enough to say, dude, I found him. I found the Messiah. I found the guy that we were waiting for all this time. And you need to meet him. You need to talk to him. You need to experience this. So this is good news for our family. 
This is good news. All men are seeking this truth. It's just the fact that they don't know. They can't recognize this truth, as we mentioned before. They True light has come into the world, but they can't recognize it. And so us as believers, as voices in the wilderness, pointing people to Christ, need to begin to let people know, even if they don't receive this truth, that the Messiah has come. The Messiah has come. Amen. That shows where um, Jesus loved mankind enough to be rejected by man. He loved us enough to come as truth and to possibly be rejected. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew loved his brother enough Mm -hmm. to be rejected, but still tell him the truth. Amen. And we have to do the same. We have to love people enough, even to be to the point of rejection, but still give them the truth. Amen. And John, John the Baptist declared he is the Lamb of God. And he's like saying, listen, this is my testimony. I know him to be true. You need to follow him and not follow me. I am willing to surrender myself. I think that um, I must decrease that he might increase. And that's the testimony that we should have is that there is a, a, a principle that God builds in us. There's a, 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 a platform that God gives us. But when we get to that platform, it should point to him. Follow him. Follow Christ. Not continually to follow me because I'm not going to bring you anywhere. Even Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. So now, now when Jesus looked at him, he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. So that's what he told, told uh, Peter when he, um, when he saw Peter. He told him, like, just immediately, mm-hmm. you are Simon, son of, son of Jonah. You are called Cephas. Mm. You are called stone. You are called a rock. Immediately, Jesus gave Simon a new name. He gave him a new meaning to his name. And when we come to the Lord, he gives us a new name and a new meaning to our name. Amen. I love this fact that Jesus knows your Kool-Aid. He knows what kind of Kool-Aid you have. He knew where he knows your history. He knows your genealogy. And he also gives you, like you said, a name that's significant to the mission and the plan of God for your life. And so these things are of the true light that's revealing the light in all men. Father, I just want to thank you for the light. I thank you, Father God, for Christ Jesus. I thank you for how he moves and dwell among men. I praise you, Father God, for having such a a valid and powerful plan for our lives. How you come in knowing who we are, knowing and asking that question, are you following me for intimacy? Are you just following me for fame? God, I just pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we all, the hearer of these words, begin to walk in that, that, that mindset is that you're so much more than a name. You're so much more than a title. You are so much more. You, O Lord God, are the way, you are the truth, you are the life. And so we surrender ourselves that we might decrease, that Christ in us might increase. And if we don't know Christ, we pray that we will repent 
We pray that there's a repentance going on and that a kingship or lordship transfer will happen. We are no longer wanting to be in control of our lives, but we are willingly surrendering our lives at the feet of Christ Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for the platform that you've built for us and build the structure of Jesus Christ that He might we might be conformed into his image. You are our God. We can trust you. You can help us. You can strengthen us and you can uphold us for you are with us. So we praise you. We exalt you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. God bless. You've been listening to It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. If you need prayer or if you have any questions or responses, you can contact us by sending us an email at iwfimh at gmail.com. That's iwfimh at gmail.com.